it's arts. You know, women can be a part of it all. Hello, everyone. I'm Jerry Kayingo. I'm Anya Fitzgibbon. And we are doing a podcast about women in the arts. And today we're interviewing our teacher, Lisa Diver. Hello, Ms. Diver. Hello. Um, our first question for you is, where do you sing? Like, who do you sing for? Is, do you have any organizations that you sing for? And I guess just how long have you been doing the um, arts? How long have you been singing? Sure. So um, I think I've been singing for as long as I've been alive. I grew up, um, my grandmother was a, um, a concert pianist through Peabody University. And so she was the first one that taught me how to play the piano. So I'd say growing up music has always been in the family and um, around my life. I think my parents would say that I've, I, I was singing too much as a child and too loudly. Um, they always say that I was be, you know, singing Jesus loves me at 3 a.m. in the morning just because, and that they would say Jesus is the only one that loves you right now. So I would be doing that from a young age. Um, I would say my singing now consists of um, me singing at church, um, me singing here at school as a teacher, and then pre-COVID I was singing with a, a choir, a professional choir. We could do that but it's no longer happening after you know the pandemic hit mm. and coming back so, ah, yes. okay um the second question is when did you first get into the arts and why do you stay with it I think I realized that was where I shined you know or not necessarily shine but that's where I found my passion you know mm. I think everybody had different areas etc but the arts is where I could come alive I always say here that in middle school, um, I call those lovingly the dark ages in my life, <laughs> but music and the musical is kind of what saved me and got me through. Mm -hmm. And then I always kind of knew that I wanted to be a teacher of some sort growing up. And I think the older I got, and then I started to put together, oh my gosh, I could combine music and teaching and this is real, this is a job, you know, it just seems too good to be true because it's so mm -hmm. fun. Mm -hmm. um, and that's when I said, I want to make this my profession. Um, yeah, in my life. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, our next question is, why are the arts important to you? There's a famous quote um, that I'm not remembering um, who said it, but it is, where words fail, music speaks. Mm -hmm. And I find that really speaks to me in so many different ways because I, oh, look, it's on my wall. That's yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Um, so... I don't consider myself the most eloquent of speakers and sometimes I'm at a loss for words but I'm never at a loss for a song mm -hmm. you know that I'm singing so I think their words um, are impactful and you could say something words have power and meaning behind them um, they can build community they can tear down at times but I think words and music can tell a story and if that's your passion you could create something together so I love that and I love seeing young ones fall in love with the arts and all the way up to making a livelihood out of it. I love that. Um, anyone listening, Ms. Diver has that coat right up on here <laughs> on her wall. We see it every day walking into the classroom. So funny. Um, the fourth question is generally, do you think being a woman has impacted your success in the arts? And if so, do you have any examples or moments you recall? I think it's interesting. So growing up, my very first, at least here, music teacher was a male. And then after that, we're two females. And I think more often than not, I think of these great female musicians that inspired me and shaped my, my life in the arts and were so meaningful. And then the older I got, actually, in college and grad school, there were more male professors. And um, 
I think it's interesting because I think paving the way of knowing that you could have strong females and female other women can see that is so important. So um, I like to see that representation in the arts as well. Mm -hmm. I definitely agree with that. Um, I think like as a student, you see like a lot of like female teachers in like grade school and middle school and then once you get to like college it's like all male professors it's kind of disappointing especially because there's so many people that shape you as like a child Mm -hmm. and you wish that those people could continue um into like higher education i did my master's degree in choral conducting and there were definitely more men standing on a podium than women Mm -hmm. and in maryland we're really lucky she's no longer in this role but marion alsop it was um, the first female conductor of a major orchestra and she was right here with our Baltimore Symphony Orchestra, and so she was definitely an inspiration to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she paved the way. Now there are a few more women in the role, but um, it's definitely male-dominated. Yeah. Um, I guess kind of, this is a follow-up, mm-hmm. do you think the arts need more female representation? I guess you could say specifically singing. Do you think that you need more female representation? I think absolutely. I think bring it on. As many females mm-hmm. as possible and sharing those voices and we're just as talented and have just as much passion and drive. And just to see that, I think is so important for young women to, to aspire to. Um, uh, what can people do to make the art community more inclusive for everyone? I think I call it windows and mirrors that everybody needs to be able to see themselves and not say, I, to not have to say anymore, I'm the first in this. And now to say, I've seen this already and because of that person, I am able to do X, Y, Z. Maybe they inspired me, but I'm carrying on that tradition. And so I I think we need to see more representation across the board and having more opportunities for performance um, for students to let their voices be heard and to be shared as well. Yeah, I love that idea, especially like it's really hard to see yourself in a role when there's no one else there or it's really hard. It feels so daunting when like you're the only one there. Sometimes it feels like it's just too big of like, a challenge for you to do or like you just can't do it so Mm -hmm. I like the idea of like giving everyone an opportunity because like once you have the opportunity it's a lot less like scary in the future exactly and the more you do something the better it feels over time Mm -hmm. it becomes more common yeah common practice um all right our few coming down to the few last questions Mm -hmm. uh is there a difference in expectations of men versus women in the arts and if so how does that affect your experience in music You know, it's really funny, so this is a very specific story, but I remember as a conductor hearing when I put on, you know, my outfit that I would wear for a conducted performance of saying, you don't need to show your arms, you know, it's, they should be covered, everything should be covered up, you know, men are wearing tuxedos when they get to the podium, etc. I'm just thinking, why can't I wear what I want to wear, you know, Mm -hmm. and it's an expression of what makes me feel my best, etc. And so I think there was a difference in that expectation. Um, for sure. And then I just think it's different of sometimes, even in the conducting world of saying like, men command power more than women. And I don't Mm -hmm. necessarily think that's true. I think great people demand and command um, respect from others. And that's something that's earned. And it shouldn't matter if you're a man or a woman in in that aspect. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. And this is just kind of a finishing question for all of this Mm -hmm. is like, how does this make you all feel these ideas that women can't maybe get the same opportunities as men in the arts and sometimes it's hard and scary to they kind of be authoritative and jump into that role and these different experiences that you've had like how does that make you feel I think different obstacles that I've encountered and different experiences have all helped shape who I am today and the teacher that I am so I had a teacher that always said you're putting these lessons in your toolbox so you can whip them out whenever you might need and I think 
I think I have a pretty full toolbox from some experiences and learning what to do and what not to do. And so if anything, I, I do believe I have a drive in me that it's, you know, let's keep fighting for women, let's keep fighting for my students, and let's keep making great art together. And at the bottom line, that's all I wanna do, make great art with great people um, constantly. So that's my goal. That's great. Um, I think we've come to the end of this podcast episode. Um, we really enjoyed talking to you. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we learned a lot from you and we love having you as a teacher. Aww. And it's just so fun to come to some meadows and never get to learn from you every day. Great. It's a two-way street for me. I love yeah. it all. I learn from you all too. Well, thank you. Yeah. My first podcast. <laughs> I love it. Thank all you. All right. Bye, Ms. Diver. Bye. Hello, my name is Derek Kyingo, and I'm interviewing my friend and dancer, Claire Bachman, for Women in the Arts. So, Claire, first of all, where do you dance? Um, I dance right now for a company called the Dance Conservatory, or TDC for short. Um, I'm taking ballet, jazz, contemporary, modern, lyrical, and point um, right now, but I've taken other styles before. So you have a very broad range of dancing. Is there any like genre that you like more or you prefer? I think my favorite would be the contemporary, modern, and lyrical. Um, it's a very um, experimental type, and it's less like you have to do this and you have to do that. You can, there's room to put in your own style and interpretation of the dance. Do you maybe express your creativity? Yes. Nice. Um, when did you first get into the arts or introduced to it? And why have you stayed with it? Why do you keep doing it? Uh, as long as I've remembered, I've always been a dancer. Um, but I really started classes when I was three. Um, and I have stayed with it every year just because of how much I love dance. I get like the adrenaline rush every time on stage, and I will always just keep wanting to do it. I love that. Um, personally, I'm a singer, so I get that the adrenaline rush of like performing and just like that fun aspect when you have something you love, you just don't want to stop. Mm-hmm. Um, why are the arts important to you? The arts, every aspect of art, I think, will always be important to me. It's just such a creative way to show yourself, um, and I've always just been able to express like who I am. Um, and it's just been one of the main things I've always worked at and a huge part of my life. Cool. Um, generally, do you think being a woman has impacted your success in the arts? And if so, do you have any specific examples or moments you recall? And that could be just like in auditions, that could be in someone not taking you seriously, feeling like maybe you didn't get a part or a role because of your gender, or maybe you don't feel like that at all. Um, I definitely feel like being a woman in dance can always impact your success and how you get to certain places for the better or for the worse. There have been multiple times where I have been like going for a role and I didn't get it just because there are so many women who dance and everyone's just so amazing when a man would get a role just as good or even better than that role just because there aren't as many men and that he might be better dancer than I am, well, he might not be as good. So I feel like gender roles do affect, um, especially in certain styles where there has to be a man and a woman in a certain spot. Mm. So for women, it's a lot more competitive because there's more of you. And guys can just get it just because there's less of them and they need guys. Yeah, not always. There are definitely programs that have a ton of guys, but 
so far what I've seen, there's always dance is a female dominated activity, which is nice. That's good. Um, do you think the arts need more female representation? As I was just saying, um, the number of men to women in dance is definitely more heavy on the women. So in that way, I actually think um, we don't need more female representation. There are other places where we definitely need more representation as like race, um, in sexuality, we, um, and even like body image and stuff. But we're working on making sure to show everyone. I like how you stress that because it's important, you know, not only female representation, but representation just all aspects of people's lives is like very important in the arts. Um, what do you think people can do to make their community more inclusive for everyone? Like, do you have any solutions, any ideas? Yeah, I just think it would be to treat everyone equally. Um, something is race, gender, sexuality, um, body type, that doesn't affect of how good of a dancer that you are. Um, what does affect is like how much time and effort you put into it. And I think that should affect what how good someone is or how much attention someone gets instead of aspects like their gender, race, or sexuality, or their body type. I don't agree with you on that. It's like really frustrating sometimes when you just get of somebody else but people focus on all like the wrong things instead of mm -hmm. things that actually make you a good dancer, a good friend, a good whatever it is that you excel in, people need to focus on what's actually important for that role or career. Um, and is there a difference in expectations of men versus women in the arts? And if so, how does that affect your experience in dance slash music? How does it make you feel? And this kind of goes back to the first one. So um, kind of like how does it make you feel when these like unfair moments happen. I you. feel like there is actually a pretty big difference between men and women. There are special moves made for men and women. Like um, there's like the men way of doing this and the women's way of doing this. And I feel like dance is trying to get a little away from that. Where like um, I know some women in my classes do the men's versions of the moves, but it is still very men do this, women do this. Um, a lot of times there will be like a duet where the men is like holding the woman she does like a bunch of turns or flexibility stuff. The men is normally perceived as the stronger guy that does a lot of lifting while the woman has to have this dainty, perfect type. Um, and it does create some unreali unrealistic expectations for both sides. And if you aren't like either of them, it can like fish like ruin your career when there are some women who would be great in the men's role or the other way around. Um, and I just feel like I just want those gender roles to kind of be taken away um, and that we can do any of the men or women stuff in dance. I never even thought about that, how some women, since they're put in one specific role, they're supposed to be like that, can miss on like great opportunities in a men's role or vice versa. And maybe that helps. They can't enjoy dance as much, you know, just because people don't expect to see them in a certain role. Mm -hmm. um, well, that's all the questions we have for you today. Thank you so much, Claire. It's very insightful. And I think you talk about experiences that a lot of women can um, relate to. <laughs> yeah, can relate to. Well, thanks so much for talking with me. It was nice to be able to share my opinions, and I hope everything goes well with the other interviews. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Bye. Bye.